It's the Morning X this week, powered by Expert Electronics. 1049 Morning X. It's Kev. Matt Hall's here. Hey, happy Monday. Matt Hall, of course, of Hall and Oates fame. Uh, yeah, I, uh, we, me and Daryl had a, a falling out. Also, it used to be Hall, Hall, and Oates, and then they kicked you out of the band? Yeah, well, it used <laughs> to be uh, Siegfried and Hall, and then we. <laughs> And then some things happen. The tiger, yes. Yeah. That was a problem. But uh, right. anyways, uh, Matt, sometimes the internet is funny. It sure is. You know, like people can be jerks on the internet, sure. But sometimes I'm like, damn you, internet, you're funny. It does get funny from time to time. So on Reddit, somebody shared uh, a post. If, if brands were brutally honest, what brand would have what slogan? Oh, God. All right. Br- <laughs> brutally honest uh, brand slogan. Some of them are um, this one. Hot Pockets. Every bite is a different temperature. <laughs> it's true. You can't. I, I know there's been many jokes on this by many comedians. Sure. But, uh, you, you really can't eat one without part of it being freezing cold and part of it being boiling hot. The closer you get to the middle, the colder it gets. How about uh, Hot Pockets? You're going to need a bathroom soon. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, the Onion. This wasn't supposed to be a prediction. Oh, you're talking about the... Uh... The Onion newspaper, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ikea. Uh, go ahead. Ikea, visit for the meatballs. Stay because you can't find the effing way out. <laughs> About uh, Ikea, you put it together. Yeah. <laughs> like, why? If I'm buying furniture, come on, man. Like, assemble it. I don't want to have to assemble it myself. No, and in, in, I don't know if you've ever done Ikea furniture, but the instructions don't come with words. It's like drawings of cartoon people putting together yeah. the thing with arrows saying, okay, put yeah. this here. There's no words. Oh, and by the way, here's your one tool to put it all together. <laughs> one little tiny wrench or whatever that thing is. An Allen wrench? Is that what it is? I've definitely been lost inside of an Ikea before. I've never gone, but I heard they give you meatballs. Well, like, they got all these, like, you know, bedroom displays, kitchen displays, and I'm like, we live here now. That's it. We just, well, we're staying here, baby. <laughs> they got, a, we have a really nice bathroom. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, pro tip, don't use those toilets. They don't want you to do that. But, um... <laughs> This is a Reddit post that people shared about brutally honest slogans for companies. YouTube, where the world watches ads. <laughs> now, look, as a, as a media professional broadcaster, I understand the importance of ads and how they can generate great revenue. Yeah. But it is annoying when you're in the middle of a video, in the middle of a two-minute video, and they feel they have to jump in with an ad. Put so, it at the end or the beginning. I can't. Hold on, watch five minutes worth of ads and then your video. Or how about this? How about YouTube? This is how you're really spending your time at work. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> people just watch YouTube videos all day. Keep Keeping people busy while they're supposed to be doing something else for nothing 20 years. Nothing pisses me off more than like, I'm going to watch this video, then, oh, hold on, a little ad pops up. <laughs> how about this slogan? Staples, no one actually works here. <laughs> Staples. Are we still in business? Are they still in business? I don't I don't know if they are or not. They might be. I mean, people need their staples, right? I mean, where else are you going to get I, them? I, I, is that what they have more than staples there, though, right? I, I would hope so. Hmm. It's like staples and the rest of your office stuff. Well, it's going up. It's, go, it's going the way of the, the dinosaur, I suppose. <laughs> uh, ramen. You get paid in a few days. <laughs> ramen. <laughs> Your life's not going well. <laughs> that one took me a second, but I get it now. You're broke. Because so you're broke, right. Your paycheck, you're living paycheck to paycheck. You need some ramen noodles to make ends meet for the moment. I yeah. get it. All right. That's a college person thing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, or just a person who, yeah, is having a tough time, can't afford. I've eaten ramen 
after college. What's a good uh, Facebook slogan? Oh, well, judging by the news that just came out, Facebook, yeah, you're, <laughs> your data's out there. <laughs> you're, we've already stolen your information. Ah, that's a discussion. You said data, but you said data. Data. Is it data or data? Data is uh, on Star Trek. He is the android on Star Trek. That's how I distinguish that. Data was on Star Trek. Data is what you mine for. Data is what Facebook steals from you. Data is what computer nerds call it. Ah. Right? Isn't that what it is? I don't know. I just brought up a Star Trek reference, so I have no... Actually, data is one of those words that news broadcasters change the pronunciation of to sound smarter. Oh, yeah. And Facebook has uh, released information that uh, may have your data... In jeopardy. You know what? Every day my data is being stolen. Just take it. It's, I'm not worth anything. I'm in massive debt. Like, go ahead. Take my identity. Yeah, you are literally typing into Facebook how the vaccine is going to let them track you while letting them track you by typing that uh, into Facebook. Uh, uh, That's, isn't that funny? It is. That's They're already tracking you, sucker. They know where you are. They got you. They can get you. Zuckerberg has you where he wants you. He does. It's all a big plan. And uh, this was a Reddit post, uh, and uh, appropriately enough, they came up with a slogan for Reddit. Oh. Reddit, you don't have to read shampoo bottles anymore while taking a dump. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you ever read the shampoo bottle? No, I have not. It's fascinating. Is it? It's titillating. Hmm. I like the choice of words you just used. No, there's nothing interesting about the shampoo bottle. I don't know if I ever read a shampoo bottle that sounds like just like a trope. You know what, what I mean? Reddit's like... Is it real? Is it not real? I don't know. These people are crazy. But then, you know, you can make a million dollars if you bought GameStop. So thanks, Reddit. <laughs> I don't know anymore. And finally, and this one is a great pun, Viagra. Try it. How hard can it be? <laughs> the Morning X. Yeah, I made a mistake. I deleted the wrong document. So now, if you won an access code to watch Corn Monumental from me last week on this show... Uh, I no longer have your email information, so I need you to send me your email. Uh, send me an email with your uh, name and phone number, kevin at wxrx.com. And I will know that it's you. I will know if you're trying to fake it. My uh, winners from last week, please email me or text me uh, with some information so that we can uh, get you that code. And I realized that I may be slipping. I may be slipping. I may be reaching middle age uh, quicker than I thought. Now, they say you're not middle-aged until you're 47. That seems to be, according to a survey, the average person doesn't believe they're middle-aged until they hit about 47 years old. I think I may be getting there early, about 10 years early, maybe a little little less than 10 years. But the survey asked people to name signs that they become middle-aged. And for me, I think uh, all of a sudden not knowing how to work a computer, accidentally deleting things without... Realizing I did it, emptying my recycle bin, and it's gone. Uh, so I feel dumb about that, but I also feel like maybe I'm just slipping. But here are some common answers to signs that you have reached middle age. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna play a little. Uh, uh, yeah, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna play a sound effect for everyone that applies to me. I'll give it a little ding like that for every one of these that applies to me. So uh, these are the signs that you're middle age, feeling stiff. <laughs> or I guess in some cases not being able to feel stiff, if you know what I mean. But I uh, no problem in that uh, category for me. Uh, groaning when you bend down, for sure. 
Uh, it's, it's more when I bend back up that I groan. The initial bend down isn't that bad yet, but it's the bending back up where I start to feel a little discomfort. And if I stand in line too long or if I'm at a store on my feet too long, my lower back will start to hurt. So I think uh, I will get a ding for that as well. Uh, signs that you have become middle-aged. These are according to a survey. Picking comfort over style with your clothes. Now, see, you know, I like to feel comfortable, but I was just saying to my wife just recently that I need to start dressing like more of a professional adult <laughs> because, I mean, I kind of just dress the same way I have since high school, just T-shirt, jeans most of the time. You know, I think I should wear more collared shirts, maybe wear a blazer more often, you know, because I am a grown, I'm a grown-ass man, as they say. But, uh, yeah, so no ding there for me. Uh, here's one that's interesting. Thinking that police officers, teachers, and doctors look really young. Yes. I have noticed that, especially with teachers, like going to see my nieces, you know, plays at their high school and stuff like that at their junior high and seeing the teachers and being like, oh, wow, you're way younger than me. I also noticed this, uh, that people on sitcoms from when I was a kid, like Roseanne, for example, uh, Dan and Roseanne at the start of that series, they are uh, 37 years old, I think they say. And uh, that's younger than me. But to me, watching it today, they still look older for some reason. Uh, here's one hating loud bars as a sign that you've reached middle age. If you hate loud bars, yeah, you know what? I worked as a DJ in bars for several years and, uh, I, if I never go to a bar again, I'll be fine. Cause yeah, the loudness, if I, if I'm not going to a bar for a concert to see a band, uh, yeah, I don't need the jukebox to be cranking. It could be on, but why does it need to be cranking? You know? Uh, and finally needing an afternoon nap. Um, Yep. I mean, I get up early, so an afternoon nap is great, but, you know, if you need one, then, yeah, I'm going to give myself a ding on that one, too. I'm not here at this point yet, um, where coworkers don't know what a cassette tape is, knowing your limit when it comes to drinking, hoping you get asked for an ID. I'm not at that point yet. I don't care. Uh, giving speeches on saving and investing. <laughs> I haven't given speeches on that yet, but I do find myself giving sage advice to younger people, so I'll ding myself on that one, too. What are some signs? That you have hit middle age. That's uh, that's it. 104.9 The Morning X. It's Kev. Love that guy. On 104.9. Lock in. The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev. There's a lot of crappy news out there. And uh, every week I like to cleanse your palate with a round of good news. Positive news stories. People helping people stories from around the country and from right here in our own backyard as well. Today we'll start with an army captain in Virginia named Katie Hernandez who broke a world record for fastest mile while wearing a bomb suit. They weigh about 75 pounds, so that's not easy at all. She did it in 10 minutes and 23 seconds. I cannot run a mile in 10 minutes and 23 seconds without a bomb suit on. <laughs> the old record was just over 11 minutes. Current record for a guy is 7 minutes and 24 seconds. Not that that matters. Uh, but that's what they say in the news. So big ups to her for uh, accomplishing that. That's not easy. I couldn't do it. And I am a guy. See? See how it doesn't matter what your gender is? Uh, a bunch of high school students in Missouri dressed up as a painter, Bob Ross. Remember him? He's the uh, Happy Trees guy on PBS. He did those beautiful paintings in like 20 minutes. Uh, well, a bunch of kids dressed up as him last Thursday in Missouri to raise money for their school's art program. Each of them did a landscape painting that'll go up for auction next month. That money's going to help pay for supplies and a kiln for their ceramics classes. Gotta support the arts. I will uh, scream that from the mountaintop till the day I die. you got to support the arts, support local theater, support local bands. Uh, just support local. And, uh, you know, the arts in general, because they're not being taken seriously by uh, the people who matter, or at least the people who make decisions. 
Uh, someone broke into a restaurant in Augusta, Georgia on Saturday and stole the cash register. But instead of pressing charges, the owner wants to give the guy a job if he comes forward. He got on Facebook and said, no police, no questions. Let's just sit down and talk about how we could help you and fix the road that you're on. Which it's commendable. I think it's a little risky, but that's a commendable idea. That's a positive news story out of Georgia. And finally, it is National Library Week. So to celebrate, uh, the Beloit Public Library is getting rid of fees on all youth and teenagers material. Books, movies, magazines, and music all included in that new policy, as well as the Beloit Public Library, erasing any existing fines for youth and teenagers. So you got a clean slate. Now go read a dang book. And that is today or this week's Daily Dose of Good News. The one and the only 104.9. Take a listen. The Morning X. 104.9, The Morning X. It is Cavtex Kev and whatever you want to say to 59457 if you're trying to get a hold of the show. Any comments, questions, you want to rip on me, don't care. Text Kev and whatever you want to say to 59457. Matt Hall is here. What's up, buddy? Yeah, text him just awful things. Yeah, let's let's see how mean you can be. <laughs> You're going to be mean anyway. Why not? Why not waste it all on me? Yeah, he's very sensitive about his appearance, so make make light of that. It's time for today's celebrity dump. You can dump on me. I mean, I dump on celebrities. I'm not exactly a celebrity. It's okay to dump on celebrities. I hate them so much. Is so there such fine. a thing as like an F-list celebrity? Because I think that's what radio people are. You know what always made me laugh? When these radio jocks are like, I'm a big deal. It's like, dude, we're broadcasting from a Casey's gas station right now. Why don't you slow your roll? All right? <laughs> Go get a big gulp and shut up. Yeah, we're really nobody. But it is it is cool when people meet us at events and they're, like, happy to meet us. Which no, it that's happens, nice. It yeah. happens sometimes. You feel like a celebrity for a second, but then you're like, yeah, I still live in a two-bedroom apartment. You know? Exactly. Yeah. I just, like I said, there's some radio people that have, like, the celebrity, like, they think they are. And it just makes me laugh so much. <laughs> Slow it down there, pal. All right, who do you want to dump on first, Harvey Weinstein or Justin Bieber? Oh, Harvey Weinstein. All right, we'll start with Harvey then. Harvey Weinstein has filed an appeal to overturn his conviction. Oh, really? Yeah, he was sentenced to 23 years after being convicted of third-degree rape and first-degree <sighs> sexual act charges. And now he's saying his trial <clears throat> was unfair. Oh, really? How, un- how unfair uh, was it? I don't know. His lawyer says he deserves a second chance to fake being sick on the courthouse stairs. <laughs> Is that what he was in? <laughs> Remember that? Remember when he's walking up the stairs like, oh, I'm so sick and tired. Oh. He, he acted like it was the end of Goodfellas and like all those, <laughs> all the mo- the old mobsters there with their, uh, you know, oxygen stuff. Oh, I'm Harvey Weinstein. I, I'm so, I'm so feebled and old. I, I can't be put in jail. Could it be that some of Harvey's cellmates are quote unquote helping him with his acting career? Oh man, I bet you he is not loving it right now. <laughs> That's I'm- what he gets. Yeah, I mean, it's it's what goes around comes around. You Did know? you read some of the things they did? He was a monster. He was. And now they left him without a plant to piss in. You know. <laughs> he can. Uh, he'll be drinking. Uh, he used to drink wine from the finest restaurants. Now he's drinking wine out of a toilet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, Justin Bieber. Speaking of prisons, he spent some time hanging out with inmates in a California state prison. Uh, when some of the prisoners found out who they were going to be hanging out with, uh, they said, "Okay, we learned our lesson. Crime doesn't pay." <laughs> Hey, we'll man. do as much time as you want. Just don't make us hang out with that kid. I just watch. I'm a fan of Bieber, all right? He's not bad. If you listen to his newer stuff, I'm not talking the old stuff. Bieber has changed his ways. He's no longer a, a young punk. Well, he's an old punk now. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, I don't, I've never met the guy, but I just, I don't know. He, he seems like he's he's trying to change his ways a bit. It makes sense to me that Bieber would hang out in a prison, though. Well, he's he's got to get those tattoos somewhere, right? He does have a lot of tattoos. 
A lot of prison tats. Yeah, I, mean, I bet. Yeah, you know he actually said he wears like a like a he only has tattoos on places that a suit would cover, so that when he wears a suit, he can look presentable. Oh, well, no kidding. Yeah, I, I guess. Baby, I guess that's one way to go. Baby, I think he's saying like his songs for the prisoners. But eventually, he's gonna run out of room, and he'll have some cursive on his neck. You know, he should just go post Malone. Go on the face. <laughs> that guy looks ridiculous. He looks like someone's doodling on his face. <laughs> he looks like the doodle bear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and finally, uh, one of Donald Trump's bodyguards is claiming that the former president still owes McDonald's a tab of $104. Really? <laughs> Just in case you thought he was going to pay his taxes, he won't even pay for his own Happy Meals. He did like McDonald's. Yeah, he did. He, he, he said it a lot. Like, But when you're the president, though, doesn't money doesn't count anymore, right? Like, Do you pay for anything? Like, When you just go, I want McDonald's, someone brings it to you. I don't know, but you still get someone's got to pay for it. I guess. I mean, somebody's like, well, 104 bucks over four years isn't that bad. And they had to be like, no, this was all from breakfast that day. (laughs) A massive, just a standard order. 104 bucks is impressive. I can't wait to see the bill that Biden racks up at Old Country Buffet. (laughs) Again, Mr. President, (laughs) they got scalloped potatoes today. Oh, I know who's cooking today back in the kitchen. I like them uh, scalloped potatoes because they've been sitting out all day, so the gravy's got old and wrinkly skin. And I believe that every American ought to feel represented by his potato gravy. <laughs> Just I, The president is talking. Excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. President. Uh, the president is talking now. What was I saying? Potato gravy, right. I believe that this is how we're going to unify America. Everyone should get on the same potato gravy train. Sounds good, Mr. President. Where was I? We were talking about Old Country Buffet. Right. Old Country Buffet. This is an old country, and we should all be uh, unified by our buffet food choices. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else to add there, Mr. President? I'm looking. I, I'm not paying that $104 bill, <laughs> That's, that's not you. That's 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 the, the, older, the old president. I'm not going to foot the Big Mac bill for the big guy, okay? <laughs> uh, where was I? Right. Taxes. Uh, healthcare. Where was I? McDonald's. And that's your celebrity dump. <laughs> the Morning X win. Just introducing Chelsea to the dulcet tones of Volbeat there. I like it. Was that your first time hearing Volbeat? It was, and I like it a lot. You like the way he's like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's as good as impression I can get. But, <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. It's one of those bands I never can understand a word that guy says, but I like the way the music sounds, so I enjoy it. Yeah. But, you know, uh, that's not why I brought you in here. I brought you in here because I know that you are a <clears throat> Green Bay Packer fan. and uh, Ugh, Go Pack Go! <laughs> and your boy was on TV yesterday. I know! Aaron Rodgers doing his first night yesterday as the guest host on Jeopardy! And uh, we got a clip from his little opening here. And now... Here is the guest host of Jeopardy, Aaron Rodgers. Thank you, Johnny Gilbert. Welcome to Jeopardy. As a lifelong fan of Jeopardy, it is an incredible honor to guest host. Now, I've had the opportunity to do a lot of amazing things, but winning Celebrity Jeopardy and getting to share the stage with the legend Alex Trebek is something I will never forget. Alex was such a gentleman, so smart, so precise. I was in awe, and I will work hard to honor his legacy. I'm not crying, you're crying. Oh. Notice how I said that with no emotion, like he just said all of that? I'm over here crying. I was in awe of how much of a legend <laughs> Alex Trebek was. I had a good time when I was on Jeopardy. Was he reading off a teleprompter? It sounded like it, right? 
Now, I've, I heard some other things in that opening. Like, I like to look underneath the lines, you know what I mean? Or between the lines and yeah. really hear what they're saying. And if you listen to that again, it, you pick up on some things. Listen. And now, here is the guest host of Jeopardy, Aaron Rodgers. Hey, Johnny Gilbert. Welcome to Jeopardy. Jeopardy, it is an Now, I've had the opportunity to do a lot of amazing things, but winning Celebrity Jeopardy and getting the stage with the legend Alex Trebek <laughs> is something I will never forget. Alex was such a <laughs> I was in awe, and I will work hard to honor his legacy. I mean, you know, you really have to listen to hear those things. Yeah. You know? Oh, my gosh. That's so great. <laughs> I mean, he's, you know, he's just saying it like it is. Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, he's being honest, which is what I like. But winning Celebrity Jeopardy and getting the sh- stage. I don't know what you're doing on stage there, but... Uh, and getting the sh- stage. <laughs> but what, you know... Alex was such a... What was he saying there? That's rotten. That's a rotten thing to say. Why would you say that about Alex? The man has passed away. Alex was such a... God, first day on TV. No, God. but, you know, I'm happy for him, whatever. It, it seems like a fun thing to get to do. I would love to do it. I'm, I'm not saying I could do any better than he did. Right. Uh, I haven't heard any of the questions, like him rattling off questions. I haven't heard any of that because I didn't get to watch it yet. But yeah. I'm a fan of Jeopardy, uh, even though I'm not a fan of him. You're not a fan fan of the Packers. Right. Uh, now, we all know what happened at the end of the Packers season in the playoffs. Remind me, Kev. Hmm. They I lost. can't remember. They lost. <laughs> yeah, they, they lost because they... Uh, decided to kick a field goal and they could have scored a touchdown. Yeah, 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 I know. Happen? But you know what? You know what they say about the Bears, right? Yeah, well, they, the Bears suck too. That's what they say. That's well, <laughs> they say if you're you're scared to catch COVID to go to the Bears stadium because they don't catch anything there. Right. Mm, that's true. So. And receivers don't catch much. That's that's, that's <laughs> Hey, I'm totally willing to admit that the Bears are, are false hope every year. It's, every single year. But this Aaron Rodgers guy. Okay, so I'm not the only one trolling him though. One of the contestants. I know, I saw that. Let's hear the clip. Scott, did you come up with the correct response? Who wanted to kick that field goal? <laughs> the coach did. That is a great question. Should be, should be, should be correct, but uh, unfortunately for this uh, this game today, that's incorrect, and you're going to lose zero. Yeah. Uh, At least somebody lost a zero. Yeah. You know, uh, that's that's funny. How That's kind of ballsy, though, on that contestant's part. It is. Now, I'm guessing the contestant was a Green Bay Packers fan. Probably. And was just trying to, like, elbow, you know. Right, like, hey, who chose, whose who, idea who made that, that call? Yeah, right. But, you know, the guys, Aaron Rodgers is not small. No. And the contestant didn't look big. <laughs> I don't know if I would be throwing shade. Not at all. Not at Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> right. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is actually saying he wouldn't mind being the permanent Jeopardy host. Really? And I say, go for it. Whatever keeps you off the field. Oh. It's Kev. So what do you think of a character like that? 1049, The Morning X. 1049, The Morning X. It is National Beer Day today. Of course, National Beer Day, April 7th. Great reason to drink a beer. So let's crack one open and have one, shall we? A new survey about National Beer Day. Ask people how much they drink per week. 65% of beer drinkers have between one and four beers a week. That's not that's not many, but four percent said they drink between sixteen and twenty beers per week. That's two or three beers a day. You know, I like to have one when I get home. I don't need one though. Five percent say they drink twenty-one or more beers a week, which is between three and infinity beers per day. 
which is a lot of beer. And this is understandable. The survey also found that beer is the most popular drink order at bars. And I understand why. It's because you have to wait long enough to get the bartender's attention. You don't want to wait for them to make a mixed drink. Just give me something that's already poured. And if you got to pour it out of a tap, fine. But I like beer out of a bottle. I prefer Corona. And yes, I heard your coronavirus joke. Ha, 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 ha. But the actual beer, Corona. I have that in my fridge right now. As a matter of fact, I can't wait to crack one open later on today for National Beer Day. Also, people believe beer drinkers are more approachable than people who drink any other type of booze. And nobody wants to walk up to a whiskey drunk. And nobody wants to sleep with a whiskey drunk because there is a uh, little condition known as whiskey D. Can't say the word in that context, but you know what I mean. Just a little bit of uh, problems downstairs because of the whiskey. So uh, National Beer Day, hip hip hooray. Let's celebrate and crack open a cold one. Have it with the boys. Five more minutes of this and I'm going to get mad. 104.9 The Morning X. This is something ridiculous that apparently we have to worry about. There's such thing as Zoom zombies. This is a term for people who get in their cars right after a video conference for work, which takes a lot out of people mentally, apparently, so they're not concentrating on the road 100%. So that's a danger we have to worry about now. 54% of people say they actually have trouble focusing right after a Zoom call. Is that a thing? I don't feel... I don't feel exhausted after a Zoom call, do you? I mean, it's you're literally sitting in front of your computer. You were already doing that. I don't know. That's apparently something we have to worry about now. Uh, 35% of Americans say they're worried about catching COVID, which is an all-time low during the pandemic. The peak was in July when 59% of people were worried about it. President Biden said he's announcing that uh, we're moving up the timeline for everybody to become eligible for the vaccine uh, by two weeks from now. As of April 19th, every adult in the country will be able to get the shot. I understand there are some places in certain localities where that's already the case, but it will be nationwide by April 19th. Uh, Here's something that happened in Norway. A 50-year-old guy tried to get around having to quarantine by skiing across the border to Sweden. (laughs) But what happened, he got stuck in bad weather and needed to be rescued, and now he's facing charges. Nice job, dumbass. Lots of people have gotten so used to working from home that 34% say they'd start looking for a new job if they had to all of a sudden start going into the office again. Like, yeah, people don't want to have to change out of their sweatpants so bad that they'd quit their job if they had to dress up and go in again. I don't know about that. That seems a little bit extreme. But it is is—it is nice to be able to work from home, you know? I mean, I kind of do half my day from home. I do my show here, then I go home and do all my office type stuff. Which, yes, believe it or not, radio people have work outside of barking into the microphone here. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, I don't know about that. If I had to suddenly do my full day at work, not such a big deal. You need a job, don't quit. The average dog... Now, you think uh, we have gained weight as humans, but the average dog has gained more than seven pounds during COVID. Except for a dog. That's a lot. You got to think about the percentage of your already body weight, you know. What's a good mid-sized dog? 60 pounds? 67 pounds, that's like uh, more than a 10% increase in body weight. It's crazy. And uh, in COVID douchebag news, a guy in New Jersey was arrested because a Burger King employee asked him to put on a mask. And he strangled her. He uh, did not strangle her to death, thank goodness, but he did assault her by uh, grabbing her by the throat. And uh, that's what you should not do. 
That's, I think it's pretty simple. That goes that's, that goes by pre-COVID rules of don't strangle employees at a restaurant who are trying to serve you. And uh, the average rule of don't be a douchebag. The Morning X wins. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev. Matt Hall is here. What's up, buddy? Hey, I am excited to, to be here. <laughs> I believe you. I am. I'm so excited to be in here. He's he's reading off the prompter I gave him. <laughs> Say the other thing. Um, you're you're the best. I'm I'm the worst. <laughs> you're you're very good looking. I'm not attractive. Uh, yeah, very well done. <laughs> Thank you. Let's take a look at Rock for Misconnections. This is our weekly deep dive into the Rockford area Craigslist in the Misconnections section to find out who. Is looking for some love. And I love that every week you don't think you can top it, but then somebody tops it. Every week there's something else. Yeah. Anyway, you know, I don't know if it gets any weirder, but it definitely stays weird. Oh, it that's gets weirder sure. every week, I think. <laughs> uh, agreed. So how's this? These are real po- real posts, by the way, in the Rockford area misconnection section. Yeah. <clears throat> you can see them for yourself if you want. You can even read along as we go. Oh, yes. Even this, better. The headline for this one is, um, you used to work at Residence Inn, Rockford. Okay. I think it's Rockford. Anyway, it says, I was older than you. I was like 30 then, and you were 19. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I worked maintenance, and you worked housekeeping. And another worked front desk. There's a third here. <laughs> oh, oh. We used what... to flirt around all the time. Remember the time we got a room at Days Inn? If you see this, super long shot, I know. I'm wondering how you've been. It's been over 20 years. <laughs> you were beautiful, and I still have a soft spot for Latinas. Drop me a note. Let's reconnect. Yeah, I'm sure 20 years later, she's checking the misconnection section for you. <laughs> That's right. She's like, I wonder where he's at. First off, too, if you worked at a residence inn, why are you getting a room at the Days Inn? You're right there. Yeah, there's got to be some kind of non-compete in your... Uh, in your, in your um, maintenance contract. Why are you going to a competitor when you've got tons of rooms available? Yeah, find a broom closet. Or something. Yeah, you can get a free room. And like you said, I doubt, I, I'm pretty sure she's moved on with her life, sir, after 20 years. <laughs> she's like, Mom, remember that guy I used to bone at the Days Inn? What's he doing? I'm going to check Craigslist. He was 30 and she was 19. <laughs> yeah, so well, he, he's only 11 years. He's 50, so she's bad. almost 40. That's not so bad. Yeah, I mean, it's it It seems bad, though, when she's 19. When she's 19, yeah. 10 years isn't a big deal, but when you're 19 and the other guy is like 30, yeah, that's, yeah. that's an issue. Like, you can find girls closer to your age when you're 30, right? Well, A for effort for this guy. He's trying on Craigslist. Maybe she's out there. <laughs> she's probably married. All or, right, we'll give him an A for effort. But she's probably taken. Or working at another hotel. <laughs> and, and fell in love with another man older than her. This one headline says, was it you? Rockford. You, a cute blonde girl, and I used to meet up for some kissing in my car. What? You didn't mind my current situation, and I didn't mind yours. Would love to talk again. Or any other girls interested in just making out. Let's meet up and make out in my car. By the way, I'm in a relationship, so you have to be okay with that. <laughs> the make-out king of Rockford. <laughs> yeah, who... Who's looking for just makeouts? Well, he's in a relationship, so maybe he feels like making out is is not cheating. Making out is is what is supposed to lead in to the Big Bang. Right, that's that's how it starts. You're right. Making out is like it's like ping pong. You're like, oh, this is fun, but then five minutes later, you're like, this would be better if it was tennis. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like 
it's not quite there. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that was great, but uh, what else? What else you got? You know? I mean, I'm really good at making out. Are you? Are you the makeout king of Rockford, like this guy? Yeah. I mean, wait, if you're if you're still thinking about comparing making out to ping pong, I'm like the Forrest Gump of making out. <laughs> Which not uh, not a great pickup line, but you know, it's. <laughs> I was using my tongue. Yeah, let's see. I learned how to do it in the military, and right. uh, you know. And now I, I yeah I did it against you know Chinese Olympians. Wait, you learned uh, how to make out in the military. <laughs> Son, I want you to get down and make out for twenty minutes. Go. Just yelling at you. Yeah, why not? I even make out in my sleep. <laughs> so how this guy? Like he's like, oh, we used to. I was cool with it. You were cool with it. How is he finding these women who are just cool with making out with him? How do I find that women that are just cool with making out? I'd be down for that. <sighs> I'm never cool with just making out. No? If, if that's what the plan is, then that's a bad plan. Just making out? I like to make out, but if there's not more coming, or or like anticipation of like the next date may be more coming. Right. But if this guy just wants to make out, he's doing it wrong. It's true. Maybe he, that's all he wants to do, though. <laughs> I was saying you suck if yeah, you couldn't understand that. Okay. I'm familiar with the world of, I'm Kurt Angle, I know. Who he is. <laughs> okay, and uh, this is interesting. This one, you and I get to write this Misconnections post. No kidding. Because it was removed. But the headline says, do not break me. Really? <laughs> if you go to click on it, it says, this post has been removed or we can't find it. So what do you think the do not break me post said inside? Um, let's see. Um, I have you seen Fifty Shades of Grey? I have a room <laughs> that I think that I think both of us could enjoy. Do not break me though. See, yeah, there you go. But it kind of seems like you're tempting them to break. All yeah. right. Do not break me if you dare. How about that? Mm, yeah, I like that. What do you got? That's, that's where I think he was going. I think he was going with, I'm into all sorts of crazy, freaky deaky S&M stuff. And I don't, you know, don't, you can, my, I have safe words. I'm just saying, like, don't go past my safe word. I say banana, we're done. I'm looking, uh, I'm a wimpy, wimpy jerk. And I'm looking for a big, bulky, handsome man. Oh. To rough me up in the middle of the night. But don't break me. Tee hee hee. I like yours better. Yeah. See, I mean, you you could you could go a million ways with that. Yeah, I like the way you went with it though, because it, it is Craigslist, and I didn't even think of that. So it is, but I guarantee that post had something more to do with. Uh, <laughs> uh, you want to help me move this couch into my van? Yeah. Uh, don't break it. Don't break. <laughs> don't break me. Don't break your back. I'd break me. Oh wow! There you go. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I get too creepy there? No, no, you you weren't creepy at all. At, at all, man. <laughs> all right. So whether you're looking for the cute blonde girl for makeouts or uh, looking for your old hotel employees, that one's the best. Twenty years. <laughs> I hope you find what you're looking for, and I hope that that person does not break you. It's the Morning X with Kev, powered by Expert Electronics. 1049 The Morning X, it is Kev. Updates here on the Tiger Woods situation. Uh, apparently they know what caused his accident. Of course, this news, news broke yesterday after I get off of the air. Or at least during the show when I wasn't trying to find new information. So uh, I gotta talk about this now. Uh, Tiger. 
Tiger Woods. Tiger, 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 Tiger Woods, y'all. Yes, Chris Rock, that is who I'm referring to. Uh, the L.A. County Sheriff has revealed the primary cause of the wreck that seriously injured Tiger back in February was speeding. Speeding. Uh, now they did a press conference here. Uh, and uh, this is what the authorities are saying. The primary causal factor for this traffic collision was driving at a speed unsafe for the road conditions and the inability to negotiate the curve of the roadway. Estimated speeds at the first area of impact were 84 to 87 miles per hour. Damn. 84 to 87 miles per hour. I got into an accident once going 20 miles per hour, and I was wondering why my head was still attached to my body because of the impact. Crazy to think somebody was going that fast at the time of an accident and is still alive. And the final estimated speed when the vehicle struck the tree was 75 miles per hour. The impact of the vehicle when it hit the tree caused the vehicle to go airborne and do a somewhat pirouette landing on its side. <laughs> I love that he said pirouette. He compared the accident to a ballet dance move. <laughs> yes, and uh, Tiger's car was doing a triple axle, a triple sal cow in the air, so to speak. The event data recorder showed the acceleration pedal percentage was at 99% at the area of impact. There was no evidence of braking throughout this collision. It is speculated and believed that Tiger Woods inadvertently hit the accelerator instead of the brake pedal, causing that 99% rating on the accelerator pedal. I don't know. If you accidentally hit the gas pedal instead of the brake, you don't floor it. That's not what usually happens. You don't floor it and, and floor it for long enough to get into an accident. Something else was going on here. Tiger released a statement on Twitter. On his Twitter page saying, In the last few days I received word from the L.A. County Sheriff's Department that their investigation regarding my traffic accident uh, had been completed and closed. I am uh, so grateful to both the Good Samaritans who came to assist me and called 911. I am also thankful to the LASD deputies and L.A. firefighters slash paramedics, especially L.A. Sheriff Deputy Carlos Gonzalez and LAFD Engine Company Number 106 Fire Paramedics Smith and Jimenez for helping me so expertly at the scene and getting me safely to the hospital. I will continue to focus on my recovery and family and thank everyone for the overwhelming support and encouragement I received throughout this very difficult time. Notice, nowhere in that statement did he say, yeah, I was speeding. I was an idiot. I think, I think he should fess up to that at least. At least. That's very fast. Very fast. Anyway, that's the update on uh, who? Chris Rock? Say it again. Tiger, 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 wouldn't y'all? Thank you, Chris Rock. It's Kev. No moral sense. On 104.9. Oh, God, here we go again. Dark alert. The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. I am Kev. Matt Hall is here. What's up, man? Hey, good good morning. It's 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 raining outside. Yeah, a little wet. A little moist. Ah, don't use that are word. You, you're one of the, are you one of the moist people? I'm not. Women are. Women hate that word. Along yeah, with other things. But, but you were the one who just said, don't use that word. Well, it's because I'm thinking of our, our female listeners out there who are probably cringing right now in their car. Yeah, we've de- we definitely have discussed that to to some detail on this show before. Uh, I don't understand it. Me because neither. they have no problem moisturizing themselves with moisturizer. So, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't get the the nastiness about it because something that's delicious is moist chocolate cake. So, I, you know, I don't understand. And they say it in commercials all the time, too. Yeah, right. It's moist. Well, if you say it like that. <laughs> I have a clip somewhere of Christian Slater saying the word, and it's one of my favorite things ever. He's just like, moist. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to him? He was great, and he just disappeared. Now he does novelty videos on YouTube where they get him to say, moist. <laughs> does he? Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, 
Speaking of celebrities from that era, yeah, uh, I was <laughs> with my family over the weekend for the holiday, and I was around my teenage nieces, and I used the phrase, I forget what we were talking about, but I used the phrase, be kind, rewind. Yeah. They had no idea what that meant. Oh, well, that was a blockbuster. I mean, back in the day. It was a, a video store thing. Video store. You get a movie, and there's always a little sticker on it that says, be kind, rewind, and uh, that means there are things that today's teens wouldn't understand about the things we used to do. So what are some things that you used to do that a teenager today would not be able to understand? You can respond, text Kev, and your response to 59457, or uh, participate on our Facebook page at the X Rockford. Matt, what do you think? Anything? Uh, making a mixtape? Yes, a mixtape. <laughs> right. Yes. Now, if there's anything that saved the idea of the mixtape, it was the Guardians of the Galaxy series. Yes, thank you. Yes. he had a cassette tape. Mm-hmm. Now, I think kids understand the idea of an audio cassette tape simply because of that movie. Other than that, Be Kind Rewind means nothing to them. They have no idea. We used to, uh, I taped them off the radio. So you, there's no way to get a song without taping it off the radio. So you would have to let, have the DJ talking over it or wait till he's done and then press record real <laughs> yes, quick. Yes, you always had us douchebags on there. <laughs> hey, and here it is. It's Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley on Power 101. Yeah, and back then it was yeah. kind of like the uh, douchey radio jocks back in the, in the 80s they and 90s. They all talk like that all the time. <laughs> here are some things he's not going to do. Give you up or let you down. It's Rick Astley. <laughs> On Power 106. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It's pretty good. I just did right there. Today's kids won't understand that either because we don't talk that way anymore. No, we've been told not to. Comedians still make fun of radio for talking that way, which means there are still some douches out there doing that. I I enjoy it. Whenever I hear it, I'm like, ah, yes. Classic. (laughs) Back in the day. Uh, From the 815, they say cleaning the mouse bowl. The what? Cleaning the mouse bowl. Oh, you mean like on the... The mouse, yeah. There used to be a ball, a track ball. That, I forgot about that. that. Yes. You, you now it's just like lasers. Lasers. Move the ball around. Yeah. Now, huh. Yeah, it's all laser pointer now. The mouse pad is... You don't really need a mouse pad anymore unless you don't want to scuff up your table. No, no one uses mouse pads anymore. Sometimes a mouse won't work on certain surfaces, in which case you'll need like a book or something. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy how far we've come. CD player slash uh, boombox. Remember those? Those were yeah. great. A lot of these responses are uh, phone related. Calling a phone number to get the time. Did you ever have to do that? Yeah, time and temperature. You ever call time and temperature? <laughs> nope, never the, did. The time is eight forty-seven. I had a clock in my house. So I never, <laughs> never had to do that. Uh, for some reason, you could call a number and it would be brought to you by somebody, and then you could get the time and the temperature. Uh, calling a phone number and having to ask if the person was there was another one. Oh, you mean like, uh, is so-and-so there? Yeah, because you had to call the house, and they had one phone, and their dad or mom Oh, I hated that, yeah. Uh, is Kyle there? Yes. <laughs> Kyle, it's your friend, he's on the phone! Yeah, right. Yeah, and then there's still a risk that they could be listening, so you can't be like, you got the dope. Eavesdropping, yeah. yes. <laughs> what about phone booths? Phone booths, yeah. You, people don't understand what a phone booth is. No. I've seen them. Uh, Chelsea, you know, who comes in here, says she saw one one time outside the Gray's Foods, and that made me feel sold. <laughs> she said, yeah, one time I saw a broken one outside Gray's Foods. I saw a phonograph once. <laughs> one time it was a it was a phone machine with a on, on the corner there, and I, I, I drove by. Calling a phone number. Okay, I said that one already. Uh, here's another one. Getting off the phone so someone else could use the internet. Oh, yeah, AOL dial-up. Yeah, you needed the phone line for that. Remember they would send you that CD in the mail? 10,000 hours of AOL. <laughs> yes, that was that was awesome when you would get that. You know, I, I had it. Did you? I, I downloaded it. 
We're talking about things that you used to do that uh, teenagers wouldn't understand today. Play Oregon Trail. So look, today's... I think they came out with new ver- newer versions of that, though. So yeah, that, I like the old one, though. Valid. The old 8-bit uh, Commodore have, 64. You have died of dysentery. I yes. always died. I, could, <laughs> I liked how you could either you could either risk your life on the river or pay the toll. So what I always risked my life on the river and died. Yeah, why not? I could, so I never made it to the end of that game. You want to feel old, Matt? Yeah. Today's teenagers were born between 2001 and 2008. Really? Yep. And do you want to feel old? Uh, Macaulay Culkin is 40 years old. Right. He's, he's our age, Matt. That he is. always was. That's terrible. Uh, here's one. Now, this is this is ultimate, especially for guys like me. This is from the 779. Watching the Scrambled Playboy channel. Oh, my God. I spent so many hours watching blue pornography. <laughs> like, those squiggly lines, <laughs> yes. you know? Any, okay, yeah. A, any pay-per-view channel. It wasn't just the porn channels. Mm-hmm. Any pay-per-view channel. So, if you wanted the pay-per-view movies, which back then you couldn't just go to a streaming service, you had to like rent Dumb and Dumber on TV if you wanted to watch it shortly after it came yes. out. So I watched Dumb and Dumber scrambled like five times as a kid. Scrambled. Yes. And it, you know what the best part about that was? Is so if you, uh, it was pay-per-view and it was adult material, uh, they would show like the first two minutes for free before they kicked it on or kicked it off. So like you could get like the, the opening credits of one of the movies before uh-huh. they sh- they figured it out and switched it over. Right, and then it becomes blurry and scrambly. Yeah. You, you, there, there's got to be on YouTube, right? Like examples of what scramble porn used to look like because people, they wouldn't understand. Describing it is impossible. You know, today they have no idea what it was like. How Today's easy access to internet porn, is it's not fair. Watch American Pie. There's a scene in that where he's watching scramble porn. American Pie, There's that movie came out wow. when I was a teenager. Yeah, that's pretty old, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we are old, Matt. Yeah, well, it was you know what? It was better back then. Now everybody's just dancing on TikTok. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Get out. What's something you used to do that a teenager today would not be able to understand? You can answer on our Facebook page at the X Rockford. We've got it posted there. And uh, you can send me a text. Text Kev and your answer to 59457. Uh, Matt Hall, as always, thanks for stropping by. Hey, no problem. It's Kev. So what do you think of a character like that? On 104.9. Well, I think you're wise to keep him locked up, Doctor. The Morning X. I'm on the phone now with Andrea from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. Good morning. Hey, how are you today? Good. Yeah, yeah. You just called me. Like, literally just called me just as the song was ending and we had to dive in and uh, you handle it like a pro. It's kind of like if I would just like walk through the door and you were like, <laughs> right. <"Let's> <laughs> yeah, like quick, sit down. We got to go on. But uh, yeah. here we are. And uh, you know what our, our topic is today, our Facebook topic. I'm sure you have something for this. Um, <laughs> what is something that you used to do that today's teenagers would not understand? So oh, my example geez. is my example is forgetting to rewind a movie before you take it back to the video store. Oh, that's a good one. I would never have even thought of that. Let me see. <laughs> you know, it has to be something to do with a phone or right. like a cord phone, right? Like, oh yeah, having oh. having to stay by the wall because you're on a phone cord. <laughs> I mean, that's. Just... I was just gonna say that, or better yet, I we used to do this at our house. Like, we would sometimes have shorter cords, but they wouldn't like go all the way and extend into my room so I'd have to like find a really long phone cord <laughs> right <laughs> so I could get some privacy on the phone <laughs> sure yeah that's that's something we used to we used to like go in the pantry and shut the door with the phone wire like closed in the door <laughs> so the phone wire would break eventually yeah yeah exactly nowadays you have to get creative nowadays kids don't understand the concept of a phone cord unless they're charging their phone 
Ooh, then they know what it's like to be tethered. Close. Yeah, that's the closest. I would love to hear more of these examples because I feel like I would instantly relate to most of them, if not all. Oh, yeah. Some people were saying like having to ask if the person on the other end of the phone is there, like call up somebody and be like, hey, is Jeff there? <laughs> You know, like, yeah. oh yeah. Most of them, most of the examples I've seen have been phone related. So you're you're right on track for sure. There we go. It's <laughs> but, always about the phone, right? Because I think that's something that's changed the most. So being annoyed if somebody had a zero in their phone number because he had to turn the dial all the way around. <laughs> Look that one up, kids. I love it. Oh. Some good ones. I'm gonna go check that out later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely check it out because there's there's tons of responses and tons of uh, tons of examples. Uh, but in the cool. meantime, though, we got to talk about what's happening all across the Rockford region this weekend. What can we do? Oh, yes. Okay, so there are things going on this weekend. I know there's a little bit of rain in the forecast, but that's to be expected, right? Because we're in spring, so sure. fine. But we have a great event for you on Saturday at Clem Arboretum and Botanic Garden. It is the rain chain making class. Do you know about this, Kev? Rain chain? I'm not sure what a rain chain is. <laughs> it's like a really, really pretty, well, and uh, like a wind chime. So, you know, if you're familiar with wind chimes. Yes. So this is a rain chain where you can actually make it yourself. It's made out of different types of beads, clay pots, things like that. Um, so 10 a.m. to 2, you can head on over to Clem and do that on Saturday. So plenty to do. Art by Carla is going to be there. She's going to show you how to make your own 8-foot-long rain chain using all of these different elements. And then you can go and brag that you made your very own once you have it up at your house. Interesting. So they're like little cups that like catch the rain as it comes down and, and it makes the chain dance. Is that how it works? And yeah, it kind of just makes it look extra pretty. I mean, you know, let's face it, the rain is kind of blah sometimes. And so if you want to sit out and check out a rain chain, it makes it a little more pretty and fun. Excellent. So that is going on. And then I always say, too, while you're at Clem Arboretum and Botanic Gardens, you might as well just check out the beautiful uh you know, all the beautiful acres that they have there because it's so stunning. And then just maybe play in the rain yourself. So <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's always a good time. So then also we've got Mug Mania. This is exciting. This is at the Pottery Lounge. Now, they do some fun activities there for the families to enjoy. This is also going to be this weekend from 11 to 6. So they're doing it all day. Basically, you buy like a $12 mug, and then you can actually be part of the glazing, the firing, and the, uh, yeah, the kind of decorating and choose your favorite uh, design, you can be part of that whole process. So you can do that. A lot of craft, a lot of crafty stuff this weekend. It is, and that's what I love. It's kind of getting you thinking. It's real creative. I love the mug idea because I use a mug constantly, which means mine are more susceptible to breaking, and I have some favorite mugs that need to get replaced. So this is something for you if you love coffee or, or tea or any of those fun things in the morning. So. Same. So that is going on. And then they also have Saturday Yoga at the Market. Rockford City Market's putting this on. It's always they, They've found a lot of success with this event on Saturdays. People must really want to be relieving a lot of stress these days. So, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. So Stacey Morrissey is going to be your instructor there. That's in the indoor space. Don't worry about weather. Um, and it's going to be a great time. It's at 10.30 a.m. It's $10 to participate. You can bring your own mat. They will have some available if you forget it. But I do suggest for this event you definitely have to pre-register uh, just because of the limitations of, on attendance and things like that. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's the lineup for the events this week. Of course, the full calendar is at GoRockford.com. We always you know, give you tips and ideas of what you can do or in and around the region for events, but also... You know, check out some new, if you're out and about this weekend, check out some new eateries. Maybe you want to shop at a new location you haven't been to before. Uh, the Midwest Rustic just opened up in downtown. That's really great. So just kind of 
test your limits and find something new you haven't done. And bonus points if you go to yoga dressed up as Yoda. Oh, I love points. it. I feel like you would have a Yoda costume. So. <laughs> I don't have one, but it could be acquired just for that, just for that purpose. Andrew <laughs> of the Rockford Area Convention Visitors Bureau, thank you very much uh, once again for joining us. And again, we will talk next week. Sounds like a plan. Thank awesome. you. To interrupt this program to increase dramatic tension. 104.9. Say it! Say it! The Morning X. That guy's a tool. You're a tool. Tool of the day. And powered by Retool of Rockford, they buy, sell, and trade tools on East State Street next to Chuck E. Cheese. It is time for today's Tool of the Day. And, uh, folks, we got a double tool. That's right. Two people involved in this one. We're talking about Jacob Jordan and Robert Lee. They're both waiters who do the graveyard shift at Denny's in Bryant, Arkansas. And last week, they both had a table waiting on a plate of chicken tenders. So the cooks put one plate of chicken tenders out, and they get into an argument who over whose table was going to get that first order of chicken wings to come out. And uh, eventually they started throwing punches. Yes, they started fist fighting over who was going to get to serve their table. The chicken wings. Hey, Daryl, those are mine. Hell no. My customers got here first. I think it warrants the banjo music, especially since it took place in Arkansas. But that wasn't the end of it. If you're going to get into a fist fight in a public place, whether you're at work or not, you better make sure that you don't have any outstanding warrants. That's right. Cops ran their IDs, and guess what? They both had warrants. So we have a double tool of the day. Congratulations to Jacob Jordan and Robert Lee, Denny's employees and extraordinaire. Today's double tool of the day. Don't be a tool like these two fools, but the right tool for your jobs at Rockford Retool. They're on East State Street next to Chuck E. Cheese, buying, selling, and trading tools. Go in, see Dave, tell him Kev from the Morning X sent you, or just visit rockfordretool.com. The one and the only 104.9. Take a listen. The Morning X. It's 104.9 The Morning X. Kev here on Friday morning. Yesterday, we did a live stream interview on Facebook with Jeremy Spencer, formerly of Five Finger Death Punch, now in a band called Psychosexual. You can hear the whole interview and watch it at DX Rockford on Facebook or at DXRockford.com. But I'll give you a little preview, a little snippet of it right here on The Morning X right now. Let's talk first about this. How does it feel to be the heaviest goddamn thing on rock radio right now? You know what? I'm I'm glad I'm glad you said that because that's that's what I was hoping for. I'm like, we need some heavy stuff again out there. And um, I thought this was the right track at the right time. Yeah, and you know what? I think it, it, it's interesting because it's not like the stuff that's coming out isn't heavy, but it's it's missing. I think it's that vocal, man. It's that it's that snarling kind of uh, deep vocal that's been missing lately. And uh, it's cool that you guys are bringing it back, man. Psychosexual, of course. Uh, Devil from Hell is the current song and we're spinning on 104.9 The X right now. Uh, when I first saw the video, <laughs> uh, I was like, damn, they really went all out on the costumes for this video. But... That's not just for the video, is it? That's your stage getup. That's the stage getup. Yeah, we uh, we're trying to make it as theatrical as we can and make it something fun to to be a part of, and it's like a whole event, a whole spectacle. So when you leave the show, you'll be like, "Dude, that was crazy! Did you see that?" Because I that's what I, I grew up on. That I grew up with Kiss. I want to see sure cool, crazy visuals. Uh, this is uh, Devil Daddy. That's your character, right? That's me, man. It's um, it's not easy to get into that getup either, but uh, <laughs> I think the end result is something cool to look at, so that's why I do it. 
Have you played many live shows in the full getup yet? Uh, we did a live stream show, and that's all we've been able to do because there's no tours happening. But we're in talks sure. of trying to put something together now. So as soon as we can get out and do more, we will. Obviously, there are some one-off shows that are scheduled to happen later in the year, which will be announced when it's time. Um, but I haven't had to do that like six days in a row yet. So we'll right. see. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Yeah. How long is that in in the makeup chair? Is it? Uh, it's, you said it's not easy. So how long do you have to sit there while they apply that? Well, now we have it down to a little over an hour. Where it took the first time, not knowing how to do it or what it was going to look like, it took like six hours of experimenting, and it was awful. I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> so who uh, who designed this? It was uh, myself and uh, my friend Adolfo Barreto, who's a makeup artist out here in Las Vegas. He was on that show Face Off on TV, and um, he's oh, sure. a really yeah. talented makeup artist. So he was the guy, um, and it took for uh, quite a while to figure out how to get it completely dialed in, but now we've got it. So, uh, I mean, you are officially the band that would have scared the hell out of my mom when I was a kid, <laughs> for sure. If she saw a poster of this on the wall, uh, it would be a no, sir. You may not listen to this music, but that's uh, that's that's pretty cool, man. Who else is uh, who else is in your band here? Who who are these guys, or is that a secret? Well, you know, they they all have their alter ego names which i'll give you we have crucifier on guitar we have astaroth on bass and we have volick on drums they're all very cool demons that live up to their name uh and how, how did you come up with the concept for uh, what the band was going to be like how, how did devil daddy become a thing well i started you know i've always been writing songs and recording them like and singing on them myself just in my home studio and it started out with, it was more synth-based and maybe more kind of new wave-ish. Um, Gary Newman meets Bowie meets Devo kind uh -huh. of stuff. And But I started to miss darker, heavier music. And I was like, I want to do that, but I want to put a band together because I just think I want to get back out and do that again. Um, but I'm like, what the heck am I going to look like? I don't want to stand up there as myself, right. wear black jeans and a black T-shirt. And all of us are doing the syncopated headbang at the same time, you know, <laughs> where we've seen it a trillion times. Sure. So I'm like, let's let's do something that we, we haven't seen a million times. And I'm like, I've never seen a devil front man. So I'm going to try to be a devil front man and see what that's like. And we'll leave it right there. Like I said, if you want to hear the rest of the interview, you can watch it at thexrockford.com or it still lives on our Facebook page at thexrockford. Check them out now, psychosexualmusic.com. 1049 The Morning X. 1049 The Morning X is Kev and uh, happy to have this dude back. He is performing at Zany's in Rosemont this weekend. You might have seen him on Comedy Central or Last Comic Standing. Michael Palasek, welcome back. Hi, Kevin. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is uh, the nicest guy in comedy. I don't know if you know that, but uh, that's what you are, Michael. I did not know that that's very nice of you yeah no I really I, you're the nicest now <laughs> <laughs> oh so now it's a competition okay <laughs> no 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 you win that's why that's how nice i am i just gave it to you no i always thought that it, the universe would implode on itself if you ever said a foul word about somebody like that's <laughs> <laughs> you're always way too nice can you say something mean right now um uh, just about the world ain't hey, about um, anything say something mean uh, oh my gosh um, See, he can't do it. Not, yeah, I don't have much. <laughs> <laughs> you tried. And I, I, I felt the pain in your voice when you said the words, I hate just now. I felt it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's good to have Man, you back. you be a good like, life coach. I, I could get into that. I, I could get yeah. into that. This whole radio thing doesn't work out. But you are. You can uh, just do it via radio. 
I could have people call in and coach them. You know what? I like think Frazier. that's been done before. I, I don't know if I could do it. I think <laughs> I think that's what Frazier did, right? On, on the TV show yeah, Frazier? Yeah. I could do yeah. it. I'm listening. I could do it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we're not here to talk about me, Michael. We're here to talk about you. You are performing uh, Zanies and Rosemont this weekend. And uh, from what I understand on uh, Zanies' Twitter page, 7 o'clock tomorrow, sold out already. That's got to make you feel good. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I do think they're limiting capacity of three people a show. So it's not a big deal. <laughs> but, uh, easy to sell out, you know, right? COVID, yeah. <laughs> No, it is. It's great. Yeah, they, they are limiting it somewhat. So if people want to come, they should get tickets for the late show right away. But, think, uh, yeah, it's great. I think it's the my last... Place yeah, Other than the Riddles Open Mike you used to host. Oh, yeah, right. I remember that. I used to bring you up on stage uh, out at Riddles. <laughs> yeah. How the time has flown. Um, <laughs> no, but you, uh, you're, uh, last time we talked, you were doing strictly Zoom shows. So have the in-person shows started to pick up for you then? For sure. I'm, I'm in uh, Rosemont this week and then uh, El Paso and West Virginia and Detroit in the next month. So I'm, I'm going back out there, and I heard Detroit might be worse than it used to be. So we'll see if that's <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> Well, please call us and let us know you're okay after those gigs. I will. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, so how's it been, man? I, last time I talked to you, you had a, a young boy. Is he still a young boy? Well, he's, he's grown up. He's two now, and it's great. Like, when I was a kid, I remember I heard that Cats in the Cradle song with, like, uh, the dad wants to hang out with the kid. Yeah, right. The kid's old, and he doesn't have time for him anymore. And I was like, when I'm a dad, I'm going to spend as much time with my kids as possible. And now that I'm a dad, and because of what's happened this year, I've been able to spend as much time with my kids as possible. <laughs> I think it might just be easier to be sad when I'm older. <laughs> um, <laughs> so much work. Like, with our technology today, I could be like 70 and be like, I miss him when he was three. Let's check out the videos the nanny made. Oh, it's like I'm there. And I got to go golfing stuff. <laughs> So you find yourself like like you do shows at night. I mean, I don't know. I don't know you that well. Do you have a day job, or do you get to spend some time at home during the day? So uh, I, I I've just been doing stand up, but I uh, you do miss it a little bit. Like I remember my first job when I was in uh, I we used to work in, in Joliet in the summers at a warehouse, and I was weird being a college kid working around adults. You know, because I remember. The first time it ever happened, this lady was leaving, and she looked at me, and she was like, good night. And then everyone, that's just what they said when they left. They said, good night. And at that time, my own mom was the only person that said good night to me. You know, like, Michael, how was work? Uh, I think everyone loves me, I think. I'm not sure. <laughs> and I thought about it. I don't think you can switch those two words, you know, because you can't do the reverse. Like, if I was in, I was in college with my roommate, we were watching TV, and he just stood up and was like, goodbye, and then went into his room. I have to call 911 now. Yeah, word choice is important. Exactly. Uh, how's your album been doing, man? Last time we talked to you, just released a new album. Yes, yes, it's, uh, it was great. Uh, the Internet Live, it's available on all the streaming that you want to listen to. I have a lot of copies still, because I haven't been on the road. Yeah. But it's available. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. And then I had a dry bar special that they just put on YouTube. So people are looking for something to see before they see me. It's, it's, uh, the whole thing's there. So. Yeah, and uh, this is one funny guy, a very smart writer, uh, Michael Palasak, on the phone with us on 104.9 The Morning X. What's the rest of your uh, your year look like? I think it's just filling in when, as, as things are coming in. And uh, so like May, I'm gone a lot. And then the summer, hopefully, I'll pick those up um, so I can miss my family rather than see them all the time. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, it's great. I uh, I have enjoyed playing with my son. Like he started walking basically when I started being there, so it's really fun to be around kids when they start walking because I don't realize what they can or can't do. Like I gave him a baseball, <laughs> and he we were going for a walk, and he just threw it in the street, and I forgot for a second that I was a dad, and I went to go get it, and he was just screaming, and then I was like, oh, I should probably be a dad before I go get that ball. <laughs> I should probably pick him up first. 
Probably. Probably. Yeah. That's great, man. Uh, MichaelPalasak.com if you want to find out what's up with Michael. And, of course, you're on Twitter and uh, Instagram, all that stuff, too. Yes, yes. All at, at Michael Palasak. It's P-A-L-A-S-C-A-K because I really want my followers to really <laughs> figure it out. Like, no, yeah, that C, is, that C is misleading. It's a silent C. Yes. It's like science. Science. <laughs> exactly. Michael Palasag, thank you very much, man. We look forward to seeing you at Zany's all weekend. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X at 8.17. It is Kevin on the phone from the Rockford Ice Hogs organization. Mr. Mike Peck, welcome back to the show. Oh, man, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. <laughs> I know. I know you're uh, always excited about Friday mornings at 8.15 because you get to talk to me. Rockford. Yeah, yeah. What I mean, what do you want to talk about today? I mean, I don't know what 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 we got going on here, yeah, but I guess you could probably find something. Yeah, to... nothing real big going on in Ice Hogs world, really. So, uh, how about them Bears, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. How about them Bears? Yeah. No. Uh, obviously, something uh, really major, and this is what we uh, need to talk about this week. Uh, Rockford Ice Hogs officially uh, bought by the Blackhawks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, well, it's. Technically not 100% official, but it's almost there. I don't want to burst your bubble. The, uh, the league still has to vote on it, but that's okay. I'm, it's just more, more or less a formality. Um, but, yeah, it's a big announcement this week with the, the Blackhawks agreeing to buy the team, which, of course, that rumor was uh, floated out there, I guess. <clears throat> but uh, the, by the who? other big news. Who, who, who floated you know, that rumor? Type. Media type. Yeah, you know, we blame the media for everything, right? So we might as well just blame the media. Yeah, well, that's me. So you can blame me if you want. That's fine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, some renovations going to happen at the building. And, uh, yeah, there's going to be some some changes here over the next couple of years for the positive. And it's, uh, it's always good to get good news uh, this day and age because there doesn't seem to be good news highlighted very often so so this um, so to be clear this is good news it is definitely a positive thing for the blackhawks to purchase the team one thousand percent they're uh they're they're signing a 15-year lease agreement with the bmo harris bank center so wow. uh the, the team's here for the long haul 15 more years uh at least hopefully well beyond that and the arena is going to get some uh, much needed uh renovations and some upgrades to it so which is going to take a couple of years. So, yeah, overall, this is this is an awesome thing, and it's going to benefit. You know, if you say you don't want to, I don't care about the ice hogs or hockey, but I like going to concerts. Well, it's going to benefit you as well because uh, the venue is going to get some 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 upgrades. And um, when you come to the BMO here, it, well, like I said, it's going to be a two year project. So if you come out in the fall for the start of the ice hog season, you're going to see some changes, but it's not going to be the finished product. So in a couple of years, it's going to be. You know, I'm not going to say a brand new building, but there's going to be some much needed upgrades in the arena. Excellent. That's that. That is really good news. Uh, you know, it's it's always nice to see, you know, Rockford advancing. You know what I mean? Like it's it's nice to see things happening here uh, on a bigger scale like that. And that's that's awesome. Yeah, and you know, it. Uh, and you say that about Rockford, and I know going back 15 years ago or so, that that just didn't seem to be the case, and I know that was kind of the frustration a lot of the rock 40 sure. is, you know, where's this town going? But I mean, over the, the past 15 years or so, going back to, to Mayor Morrissey, he really kind of, you know, jump-started this downtown uh, reclamation project, if you will. And Mayor McNamara's kind of, you know, continued to carry this torch. And it's been awesome. It's been awesome to see. And, you know, I always say the ice hogs were, were it was, we were cool downtown before it was cool to be downtown, <laughs> you know, going back to the sure. early 2000s, 1999. And, you know, now it's, you know, you go downtown and it's, it's pretty cool. And, 
it's just getting better. So this is this is going to help, and um, it's it's awesome to be uh, to be a part of it. So we are definitely going to have Rockford IceHogs through like twenty thirty six. Yeah, I was doing the math, you know, and when they said fifteen years, and I'm like, okay, I'm forty two, fifty seven. I'm not quite to retirement age, <laughs> so I, I don't know what the heck I'm going to do, with, you know, after the next fifteen years. So, <laughs> well, that's cool, man, and and you know, it, it's awesome that it's happening uh, during an era where 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 hockey is more appreciated because I, I can remember. I mean, it was probably right around the time when um, the Blackhawks were starting to win championships in, like, 2010, around that time. Uh, mm-hmm. Hockey came back to TV. It started to be in the spotlight again. And, uh, you know, that era really hasn't gone away since. No, and, you know, it's interesting. Right before the Ice Hogs became affiliated with the Blackhawks in 2007, the Blackhawks were rated the, like, the, the worst. <laughs> Major League Sports franchise, not just in hockey, in any of the quote-unquote formational. Yeah, do you remember this? It's SI, I, I can't remember what the number was, but they were they were they were last. Oh, no. Well, then you fast forward just a, a few short years later, they were on the cover of the same magazine on Sports Illustrated with the title "The Team That Saved Hockey." That's how quick the Blackhawks had turned things around, and you know, it uh, way back in the day before the Ice Sox were affiliated with the Blackhawks. You wouldn't hardly see a Blackhawks jersey at an Ice Sox game because nobody wanted to care. <laughs> well, there was a, a, a big time turnaround with the Blackhawks. You know, the Ice Sox came in in 2007 as the HL affiliate, and it was kind of the timing was was perfect because that's when the Blackhawks started to become relevant again. And a few short years later, like you mentioned, 2010, they win the Stanley Cup, and it, that, that wave is still still flying high with uh, you know with hockey fans. And what's been really cool, Kevin, is it's 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 actually introduced the game to a, a whole new generation of, of kids, sure. young adults. And, and that's what hockey was missing in this area. You know, it, uh, the, the, that young fan wasn't, wasn't active with the Blackhawks, but now that's changed, and, and hopefully we can keep that going. And the interest in the Blackhawks obviously can, can directly correlate with the interest in the Icehogs then, uh, as, around here anyway. Yeah, 100%. I mean, there's still a lot of fans that come to Ice Hogs games that got introduced to hockey because of the Rockford Ice Hogs. But the, the Blackhawks obviously have such a greater platform, and, you know, their, their, their exposure is far greater. Sure. That that impact, it goes a long ways. And, you know, we've seen it the last couple of years with the, the Blackhawks becoming somewhat ordinary again on the ice. You know, things have cooled down a little bit, but you know what? It's all about the entertainment aspect, and we're, we're going to continue to improve that and you know, make it so people can enjoy coming to Ice Hogs game. I know we talked about this last week, so I'm hoping that maybe with these new renovations, we can get a couple of trough urinals in the BMO <laughs> Harris Bank men's rooms. We're still working on the rendering. <laughs> I don't know, is that the technical term? The renderings. We'll just throw that out there because it sounds, you know, highfalutin and, uh, and important. Sure. If you need me to make some mock-up sketches of what I would like the trough to look like in the men's room. I could do a presentation. I'll use PowerPoint. It'll look professional. I'll wear a suit. And then we'll we'll talk about trough diving at a very important business meeting. So it'll, it'll be fun. That sounds good. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, that, that seems a little bit more impressive than the Lego uh, rendition I have. It's going at home here. Hey, but that's fun anyway. If you're using Le- I I would gladly use the restroom in a Lego urinal. So uh, just, just putting that out there to the people in charge. <laughs> Can you imagine that you, you get in on a bidding process and you show up with like this Lego 
build up of like an arena. Like, here, here's where we got. We got swinging doors, you know. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Luke Skywalker is there. And uh, Darth yeah. Vader. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Well, that, I'm glad to hear the good news. I understand, you know, you still have to go through the whole, you know, closing papers and all that stuff. But it's awesome to hear about the purchase. And that is going to mean only positive things for not only the team, but also the city of Rockford, man. So uh, congratulations. Yeah, I appreciate it, Kevin. Uh, we're, we're really looking forward to the future here. Thank you very much. IceHogs.com. The IceHogs play in Grand Rapids tomorrow. Of course, you can hear that game on Sports Fan Radio 1330. Their website, SportsFanRockford.com. And, of course, IceHogs.com for all the info. Mike Peck, thank you very much for once again joining us. Catch you next Friday. Hey, my pleasure. Have a great weekend. You too. It's Kev. So what do you think of a character like that? On 104.9. Well, I think you're wise to keep him locked up, Doctor. The Morning X.